Okay, there we go. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. So I was reading the newspaper today because I wanted to know what the zeitgeist was and I wanted to know how long we've got because, you know, David Bowie said we've got five years. That's all we've got. Five years and that's not a lot. And I came across this story. The humiliating effects of urinal splashback could be a thing of the past thanks to a bunch of enterprising scientists at the Utah State University's Splash Lab. Now, you couldn't make that up. And when you want to go to their Christmas party, they believe the solution to the problem that plagues any man with light-coloured trousers, and you know what this is like when you go for a slash and you're wearing light-coloured trousers. Women don't understand. You come back, a couple of spots there, what do you do? Well, they've introduced and invented the urine black hole that promises to prevent fluid bouncing back off the porcelain by imitating the effects of a particular strand of moss. I don't know if that's Ian Moss or what it is. Sammy X, can you try and get these people on? Uh, It's the Splash Lab at the Utah State University, okay? I just love Splash Lab. I want to just get them on and talk to them. And this, by the way, was part of Fluid Dynamics Week. It's really literally taking the piss, isn't it? So how about this? You know, back in the 1950s, if you went to the cinema, they used to have a community service announcement about how to use the urinals. You know, I wouldn't make that up. Ah, the lavatory. Do you know what you're going to do when you get there? Do you know which urinal you're going to use? There are five urinals in your lavatory. Right. If no one is there, you can choose any one you want, with the exception of five. If someone is at number three, then you should go to number one. If someone is at number one, you should go to three. If someone is at five, you should go to one. If someone is at one and three, you should go to five. If one and five are taken, then three should be used. If all of the odds are taken, you can use two but not four. You can use one but not five, and certainly not three. If one, two, and four are being used, yeah. you should use three. But if the reverse is being used, yeah. two, four, and five, right. you should use one. One, four, and five use two. two. Three and four use one. one. One and two use four. four. One, two, and five use three. three. Two, three, and four what? use one. Four, four and five use two. Three, four, and five use one. What? One, three, and four use two. What? Two and three use one or five. Two and five use three. Two, three, what? and five use one. And one and four use three. Two and three use four. <sighs> Did you get all that? No, because I'm going to go and piss outside. You know, you wouldn't think you'd learn much of my age, but I found out today, but by reading the newspaper, it's a veritable smorgasbord of show content. So the cops in America are looking for someone who stole 40,000 pounds of meat from a meat plant in central Pennsylvania. A trucker loaded about $110,000 worth of meat into a trailer and then drove off. Uh, He was supposed to deliver it, but he never showed up. And apparently he has enough beef to make 160,000 burgers. Which brings me to this. Man steals 40,000 pounds of meat. Cops want to slam him in the joint. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What do you got then, Sammy X? It was a stakeout. (laughs) There it is. What's your punchline? I'll give you a CD for it. One triple three five three. What do you got? Man steals forty thousand pounds of meat. It's just it writes itself, doesn't it? One triple three five three. Man steals forty thousand pounds of meat. Brings us to this. What's Donna, what have you got? Holy burger! 
Oi, burglar! <laughs> See what you did there? Hello, Sean. Disgruntled employee has beef with company. Oh, beef with company! Genius! Josh. Phil, big beef over stolen meat. Big beef! Someone's gonna fry. Lane, how are you? It's the obvious one, mate. It must have been the hamburglar. Hamburglar! Every time. James, what's the punchline? Still, mate, I can't believe they haven't caught him. So, you mean he's still on the lamb? Still on the lamb! Give the man on the lamb a hand. Eddie, what's the punchline? He'd have to be loading that truck until the cows came home. Till the cows came home. Brandon? It's got to be suspect on the lamb. Anthony, what's the punchline? FBI involved in high-stakes operation. High-stakes operation is good enough to get you a CD for this ridiculous competition. Don't tell the kids because they're still proud of you. <laughs> Gazzo with the Goss. Firstly, I've got to mention tomorrow we'll be able to see you on Channel 7 doing a bit of publicity for your new book. We'll talk about that later. What do you got? Pearl Jam recently covered U2's A Sort of Homecoming live Well, recently. I hope it was better than that Evanescence cover that she did of U2's <laughs> on the other day. <laughs> Oh, Still look. can't sleep because of that. <laughs> look, it's an early track for Pearl Jam to feature yep. and to cover. Uh, it's from the Unforgettable Fire album. And uh, look, I think Eddie Pedder did a great job of it. Have you got it there? Can what we song hear is it? it? I just told you it's called A Sort of Homecoming. Oh, well, let's have a listen then. was that from do you know i just told you the unforgettable fire do you not listen to anything i say yeah yeah i was just thinking about what's the point of me coming in every night i love it no it's great you're so preoccupied you're answering the bloody phones talking to all the listeners and you're just ignoring me you know when you're on the today show sammy x can you mention the rubber room when you're on the today show no i can't come on what's coming up next hour jesus and mary chain are coming oh good i love jesus mary chain i'll go talk about that next hour and also about your appearance on tv I don't know if you know this, but I was talking to my mate Eddie, and he said to me, because he's got a Japanese wife, and he said in Japan, at Christmas, they celebrate by going to KFC. He said, because you don't see a lot of chicken on the shelves in Japanese supermarkets, so as a result, come Christmas, everybody goes to KFC. Isn't that interesting? But does that mean that then KFC is only open on Christmas Day? No, I asked him that. He said, no, he said, but it gets really busy on Christmas Day because everybody goes there as a treat. Right, so it's like a treat thing. It's yeah. not that you can't get chicken, it's just a treat. Christmas cultures around the world, which just reminded me, incidentally, sorry, talking about KFC, I've got to ring uh, Mickey D's, just excuse me for a second. Oh, yeah, hi, mate. It's Phil here at Triple M. Uh, I just want to book a table for two for tonight. I'm sorry, we don't do bookings. Will you have enough tables? What if you get busy? What time are you talking about? I've got no idea, man. It's our anniversary dinner as well, so I thought I'd take her somewhere nice to a restaurant. Um, do you have any tables by the window? Yeah, we got tables near your window, but I can't promise you that it's going to be... They're already booked, are they? No, no, we don't do booking at all, but like customers come here and they... So can I book that table, table for two? That's what I'm saying, we don't book tables. Yeah, no, that's why I want to make sure I definitely get the good table with the view of the street. Um, I can't guarantee you that I can... You've already booked it out. We don't do bookings because oh, really? right. whenever you come in, you can just grab whatever table you need. The one I like is the table near the window, if that's okay. Yeah, you can come in. Oh, I can come in? Okay. Um, um, but I'm sorry, I'm not guaranteeing you that I can... Somebody's already got it, have they? 
No, no, no. Okay, we don't well, do bookings. Right. Well, if you could just reserve it then. What if I'm busy that time? Where well, are all my customers going to sit then? Well, that's why I want to reserve it so we can get a seat. We don't do it. It's How many people are you talking about? Two people. Table near the window by the street. Nice view. Where the car park is. All right. So every year, well, I say every year, we've only done it once so far, we do the Triple M Rockies, which are the Rocky Awards for the people, by the people, you, the Triple M Music Jurors. And you tell us in various categories who you think the best guitarist of the year has been, who the best breakthrough act of the year has been. You'll get your voting form probably next week in your inbox if you're a Triple M Music Juror. Fill that in. You'll have a chance to vote in the 2015 Rockies, which is going to be fantastic, by the way. We've got people like Dave Grohl and Slash and Billy Idol and Alice Cooper all coming to present an award next year. So look out for that in your inbox. If you're not a Triple M Music Juror, go to triplem.com.au and sign up for that as well. And then uh, we'll count them down and we'll open up the envelopes with Sarah McLeod from Super Jesus as well. Here's a highlight from last year. This is a Kowalczyk from Live. You don't need no friends. Life. At the 2014 Triple M Rockies to present the award for the best breakthrough artist this year as voted by you, the Triple M Music Jurors. Best breakthrough artist. Here are the nominees. Vance Joy. George Ezra. Kingswood Royal Blood Best Breakthrough Artist And the winner of the Best Breakthrough Artist for the 2014 Triple M Rockies is... Thank you, Ed Kowalczyk. Sarah McLeod, do you have the winner on your person there? Let me see. Uh, I've got quite a few things in my trousers, and I'm not sure if there's any envelopes in there. <laughs> oh, wait on. Here we go. That was the wrong trousers. Now, the winner of Best Breakthrough Band is... Oh, Kingswood! Kingswood! Yay! Go, boys! Do you know Kingswood? That's cool. Yeah, they're a great band. Have you played with them? No, never played with them. I'd like to play with them. Their album's called Microscopic Wars. They recorded it in Nashville. Apparently, it's very cheap to record in Nashville. Isn't it just cheap to record at home? <laughs> they've gone to your house, it would have cost them beer. <laughs> exactly. The winner, best yeah. breakthrough band in the 2014 Rockies, as presented by the Triple M Music Jurors, Kingswood. So that's interesting. I look back at that, and I'm thinking of George Ezra, who was last year pretty huge. I don't think he's done much this year. So it's the Triple M Rockies 2015. The voting form soon in Triple M Music Jurors inboxes. If you're not a music jury yet, go to triplem.com.au and make sure you vote as well. So uh, let's get your calls on one triple three five three for your thoughts at this stage on the Breakthrough Act for 2015. Hello, Dougie. What do you think, mate? Uh, I reckon the Eagles of Death Metal and the Strut, both of those two bands have been pretty good this year. Yeah, brilliant. The Strut's new band were playing in the rubber room. Eagles of Death Metal, I'm not sure how long they've been around for, but they've certainly broken through, perhaps in good ways and bad ways, in the news this year. But when we got the Complexity single, that was the first song that we played on the rubber room. And that's a brilliant song as well. So they're both good votes. Are you a Triple M music, Jura? Uh Yeah, I believe I am. Well, make sure you are, because otherwise you'll miss out on the voting process. All right, buddy? Yeah, fair enough. I'll, I'll do that in about five seconds' time. Brilliant. Do that. One, triple, three, five, three. So who do you think should be one of the nominees for the best breakthrough act for 2015? So the 2015 Rockies are coming up. We'll do that New Year's Eve. Some great guest presenters this year as well. Dave Grohl and Slash, Billy Idol, 
Joe Elliott from Def Leppard and a whole bunch more as well. If you're a Triple M music juror, you'll get your invite to vote in the next couple of days. Make sure you fill that out. If you're not a music juror, go to triplem.com.au and sign up. And one of the categories we're looking at is Best Breakthrough Act for 2015. Hey, Colin. G'day, girls. Breakthrough Band. By far this year, Dead Letter Circus. Dead Letter Circus, what a fantastic year they've had. They started off the year with the release of the album. They, I don't know if they won an Air Award. I think they may have done. They were certainly at it. And also all of the nominations at the Arias as well. Yeah, brilliant. Great live. Are you a Triple M music jury, Colin? I certainly am. All right, mate, keep your eyes on the inbox. Make sure you vote for 2015. We're going to do it on New Year's Eve this year. No, I was at all, Phil. How are you, Jim? Hello, buddy. Who do you fancy for 2015? Lazy. Lazy's. There's another great Australian Lazy. band. And, of course, they're far from lazy as well. They're one of Australia's hardest workers. Major in Canada at the moment, so they're not around, unfortunately. TripleM.com.au, if you're not a Triple M music juror, make sure you vote, become a juror, because we want the lazies to take out one of the awards, that's, right? That's it. I'm a juror, and I'll vote. Good on you, buddy. So I was talking before about how when you run into somebody that you really admire and they let you down, maybe you catch them on a bad day like I did with Michael Stipe, and then you think, oh, I wish I'd never met you. Dave, who was it? It was Mick Malloy, and he let me down. Oh, no. How? Well, he didn't have a beer in his hand, and it was like 12 o'clock. I was very disappointed. <laughs> Who was it, Brooke? It was Chris Cornell. No, I'm talking to him next week. What happened? Oh, we had backstage tickets to the big day out and yeah. had my camera and everything ready. I've been a fan forever. Right. And he pulled up in his car with his bodyguard and didn't get out of the car. He just waved to us from the back seat and that was it. Back in the, I think it was the 90s, it would have been, yeah. Uh, bon Jovi played at the Adelaide Grand Prix. And when they turned up at the Adelaide Grand Prix, everybody that was inside the track had to go inside one of those little huts and wait and close the curtains because no one was allowed to look at them oh, whilst they were God. walking through. I know. It's what? such a letdown. Matt, who was it? Charlie Sheen. Charlie let you down. We met him in a bar in Bangkok and he wouldn't have a drink with us. Do you know what? And this is an absolute true story. He came out for the Fox Studio openings uh, in yeah. Sydney back in, it would have been the year 2000. I did an interview with him and he said, you know, where can a guy go out afterwards? And I told him, and I actually went to the club he was at and he was a really nice guy. But I sat down and I said, hey, yeah, let's go out. And this, I thought this was going to be the greatest night of my life. Let's go out. Let's hit the town. You're the mean machine. Expecting a night of absolute hedonism. And he said, he pointed out to a guy standing in the corner and he said, see that guy? My dad has hired that guy to keep an eye on me because I'm on probation and I can't get up to anything. Yeah, we had a similar story. So, yeah, he was a lovely guy, but he said, no, nah, I'm not having a drink. No. So. Imagine if we met him two weeks ago, though. <laughs> Could you imagine, Sammy X, if I'd met the two weeks ago, Charlie Sheen, and had a night out? Imagine waking up in the morning. You'd be a different person now. Yeah. Be like seeing the episode of Game of Thrones after the Red Wedding, you know. Shh, I haven't seen that. Gazzo, who you can see, by the way, tomorrow on the morning show on Channel 7. Let's talk about that a sec. Let's talk about Jesus and Mary Jane. Oh, my God, I love Jesus and Mary Jane too. When I was starting out in community radio, I had the Reed brothers as very special guests. They couldn't give me an interview for the life of them. I mean, they were one-word answers, but uh, it made me learn my craft very, very quickly, and I'm thankful to them. But look... 30th anniversary show for Psycho Candy, one of the landmark indie albums of the day uh, from Jesus and Mary Chain. They'll be playing uh, various dates around Australia. I think this is going to be a big one. I remember listening to you once on Community Radio. You were on 3RRR mm. and you were called Calamity Jane and it was a yeah. Saturday afternoon and I was driving to Frankston and you were talking about the pledge that they had to get people oh, to yeah. pay money. And yeah. by the time I left Melbourne and I got to Frankston, you just finished talking. <laughs> 
that sounds about right. <laughs> so will Bobby Gillespie be on this tour? Well, I don't think he will be because uh. he was only in the very, very early, early, early incarnation of uh, Jesus and Mary Chain. But look, it's worth seeing uh, Jesus and Mary Chain just for the Reed brothers themselves. They're uh, quite a likely uh, pair. Just lots of effect-laden sounds on their guitars, lots of textures. They've got lyrics speaking of teenage angst. It's just an experience. I just think it's it's going to be great. Let's play some Jesus and Mary Chain. If you'd like to see Calamity Jane tomorrow on the morning show on Channel 7 talking about the rubber room, don't miss it. She'll also talk about her new book, maybe. I'm talking about the rubber room, Phil. I'm not talking about the rubber room, okay? Not talking (laughs) about the rubber room. Not happening. (laughs) So Mr. Inappropriate's on holiday. However, he'll be replaced while he's away by Pedro, the Mexican cleaner. Uh, But I'll see if I have more tomorrow night. In the meantime, Gazzo's still here, and you can introduce our next guest... From the living end, Andy and his new song. Fantastic song that we're going to premiere on Home Bake, so uh, you've got to play it. Well, what's it called and how does it go? And follow it, the Sun. Follow, follow the, the Sun. sun. Is it fucking great? Of course it's great. Great. Is it a follow on? And I'd ask you please not to swear, you know, and adhere to the rules of radio broadcasting <laughs> if that's okay. Andy, you can swear as much as you like. Thank um, you. Is this a follow on to Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me? Is it like the next part of the trilogy? If you like. Because I thought Elton had kind of painted himself into a corner with that. And I thought, you know, there's open and scope here for someone to go crazy with this shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've attempted to do that. It's a head-bangy kind of heavy, but slower sort of heavy. Because it's so beautiful. It's textured with all these instruments. I've wow. never heard it being described as beautiful before, but I like that. I like it too. Is it textured and layered like Adele? Because if it is, no, I'll play it. No, it's not. Oh, good. Okay. No, it's just in the recording no, of it. But I, I should point out, though, that I played everything on it. I think I'm getting better. That's going to be good, though, because then you don't have to take, you know, like if somebody goes, oh, I didn't like that guitar solo, you go, hey, that's me you're talking about. But also, exactly, you, know, yeah, you yeah. can take all of the credit for it if everyone goes, geez, the instrumentation's great. You can go, yeah, it's oh, layering's it, yeah. down to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty happy with it, really. I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to listen to yourself, but it was fun, and uh, I've got the bug to record now. Uh, the reverb that you've got there as well reminds me a little bit of a throwback to the Saxon era. Thank you, thank you. I mean that in a good way. I mean that, you know, because that is very hard to get that sort of 70s rock yeah. sound as well. I must give credit to Woody who helped me record that. He produced the song, so it's not me. I'm giving that. it five out of five. Five out of five. Wow. I love it. Five out of five. I love it. I gave five out of five. I want to be his favourite. Well, what? Can I, I give 4.5 out of five? What? We, we got what, a, did, we got what didn't you like about it? Over five he played all the instruments no, five. himself. Okay, yeah, five. Hey, with yeah. the other band, what's going on there? Just finished a record. Oh, Thank good. God. It's done, yeah. Okay. And it's been a long time coming and we're desperate to get back out and tour it. We're stoked. It's it's sounding really good. Lots cool. of energy. Excited now as we've been in many years. So it feels like um, a good time for the band. Gazzo's here with Living End's Andy Strong. We just played the new song from Andy a moment ago, but I know, Gazzo, you've got a question or at least something to say about uh, Chris Cheney from The Living End. Chris gone all Hollywood on us. I mean, he's hanging out with Billy <laughs> Duffy from The Cult. Oh, he's no. playing bloody football, expat football, with, like, members of all these incredible... Ba- like, Jane's Addiction and, yeah, and Billy Idol. I mean, come on. I think he's... Gonna spill the beans. I think he's living the dream. I really do. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it, but, you know, he's meeting so many incredible people. 
and and hanging out with all these sort of Celebs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. not beat around the bush. Yeah, I saw him true. in People magazine. He was at the Roxy with one of Johnny Depp's dogs. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's um, He's loving it over there, I think. And talking about follow the sun, there's just plenty of it over there. He's always coming back here complaining about the weather now. So And seeing Chris Cheney in shorts, you know. Um, it's a regular occurrence over there, but yeah. you don't get to see him in shorts very often over here. By the way, I like how you cleverly brought it back to your new single there. Yeah, you like that? Go unnoticed. I was, saying, I was just saying to Jane earlier that I'm not very good at no, self-promoting. No, but, that was um, brilliant, man. I'm, yeah. I'm giving that five stars. <laughs> Thank you. Brilliant. All right, lovely to talk to you. Yeah, man. Give it a spin. Oh, totally. I will. I'm going to take it to the people that matter. One of them is Jane, so there you go. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. You may find this a bit disturbing. He helped me. No!